This is Noah. This is John. From Cranial Engorgement, and you are listening to the Phantasm Podcast. Phantasm. This is Philip H. Anselmo. My name is Tim Corey. Hey, this is Norgasm. Shane Embry, bass player of Napalm Death. Rocco Pujarriep. What's up, everybody? This is Ross Dolan from Immolation. What's up, everybody? It's Jim Bush from Armored Scene. Hello, Deathsters. This is Martin Van Dunen from Asterix. And uh, you're listening to Phantasm Podcast. What the fuck is up and welcome to the Phantasm Podcast. I'm Corey Gorkreitz with me, Dr. Vincent West. Hello. How are you doing this? And uh, we got Noah and John Cranial Gorgeon on the show. Pick up the new record now. Horrific Existence via Gorehouse Productions. Killer fucking record. These kids know how to fucking bring it. Um, the uh, film we have today for you guys... And this is a good one. This is, you know, a uh, underground classic, as is our friends in Cranial Engorgement. Uh, we have Curtains from 1983. Behind every curtain, someone is waiting. Someone is watching. Someone is hiding. What waits behind the curtains is exciting, frightening, sensual, terrifying, and bizarre. Curtains reveal what you expect and what you don't. Nice little slasher film. I've actually never seen this film. I'm on the fence whether I have or not. I think I may have, but it was, you know, a really long time ago. The trailer, we watched the trailer before we started recording, and the, it, you know, reminded me of, uh, of something. Definitely. Is this a Canadian picture? Um, I'm not sure. It does have Samantha Egger in it that's in The Brood. It's on another episode we did. And, uh... Yep, it is a Canadian film. It looks Canadian. There's nothing wrong with that. It just looks. Oh, it's that chick. The one that had the fucking thing. Yeah, the crazy bitch. Yeah, from uh, The Brood. She's kind of hot. <laughs> she doesn't have a shit hanging out of her. <laughs> she hasn't got her placenta hanging out from her stomach. This is a... Uh, Interesting, uh, the way that this movie looks like it's going to be. I mean, I don't know that it's going to be the way it's going to be, but uh, it looks interesting. Basically, it's set up, and they're in like a supposed to be filming a movie, and people are auditioning for the part. And then surrounding that, there's this killer. I have a huge favor to ask you. I'm freezing. I'm going to turn off the. If you don't care, I feel bad asking, but I'm. No, you're good. Frozen. This movie also has 
This has John Vernon in it. Really? That was in, uh, what is it? He's in uh, Dirty Harry. Yes. He's the mayor. Um, I want to say he is in Killer Clowns. He is? He's the, uh, yeah, he's the the police officer. That's like whoopty goddamn to do. He's the uh, director of this movie within a movie thing. So he's he's Jonathan Stryker in this film. So that's pretty cool, though. Yeah, I like him. I don't know why. I've always liked it. It's he's nostalgic in, to see him and stuff. He's in a ton of stuff. He was in um, Knight Rider, I think, also. Dude, yeah, he's been in fucking... He's been in all kinds of shit. Six Million Dollar Man, fucking A-Team. He's in all kinds... He's character actor. He's been in tons of shit. Oh, yeah. Like said, hey, we were talking about before. Yeah. Now we're pulling up here. I guess this is. I don't know if this is where the movie's being shot or what. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Trying to find some. That's him right there. Yep. He's rocking a a beard. You know, I know her from something else. That's going to drive me crazy. You should look that up. She's in something that I really like, and it was neither one of the films we've done. It's not The Brood. I'm not saying I don't like this movie, but it was not The Brood. She's in something that I really like, and I don't know what it is. It's going to drive me fucking crazy. I'm going to try and find it here. She's in The Exterminator. The Phantom. Might be a television. Magnum P.I. Oh, that's why. She's Marie Picard. In Next Generation. Well, it didn't take long to get right there, did it? Hey, it's like I always say. If if it's in horror, somebody from Star Trek is in it. It's always just been a hand-to-hand thing. It's because they got the best, you know, um, visual artists in the business, I think, came from Star Trek. That show's always had the good production. And All right. So I guess with this film, they had a troubled production. They had a lot of rewrites and reshoots. That took over three years because they started filming this in 1980. No shit. Didn't come out till '83, and um, the director detached his name from the project. Then it premiered in March 1983. She's Captain Picard's uh, uh, sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. She's married. She was married to Robert, his uh, brother. Yeah, Marie Picard. Yeah. Says this feature failed at the box office, but it became a staple of late night television. And uh, that's probably where I've saw it, like Joe Bob Briggs, uh, you know, movie theater fucking thing or something. That's probably where I saw it. I'm sure I've seen it on something. Says producer Peter Simpson signed onto the picture. And stated that the film was aimed for an adult audience because he had fear 
He had feared of the failure of teeny bopper horror films such as Terror Train. Love that movie. So he refers to it as a teeny bopper. Love that fucking movie. Why have we not done that? I love that film. Oh no, I love Jamie Lee Curtis. That's a great film. Isn't um David Copperfield? David Copperfield's in it. Yeah. Right. A lot of people think he's the killer in it, which he is not. But Mm -hmm. spoiler alert. Yeah, it was uh, shelved for a year. Uh, curtains, and it was. <clears throat> there was one major recasting done. As a result, two sets of credits graced the ending of Curtains, namely Act One and Act Two, denoting the two different protracted production periods. And numerous crew members had to be rehired or shoot the footage to complete the film. So, this should be interesting to watch of how how well they do this. <clears throat> And Samantha Egger, that's in this film. This movie is out of print. That's Marie Picard. Did you know that? No, I did not. Uh, I want to actually talk about this a second, if it's okay, not to stay right where you're at. This is going to be real brief. Guys, if you see temporarily out of stock on Amazon, it's out of print. Yeah. Something I've learned over the past 25 years, however long Amazon's For them to get something back in print, it'll say, "We're we're temporarily out of stock, but we will be getting more soon. If it doesn't say that after no, the temporary that's that's the that's the death curse right there. Yeah, it's when it's just yeah, that's done. Well, you can get it used. There's 13 offers used. Yeah, but you can't. You know, brand new. You can't get, get on here and buy it. It's gone. Yeah. So you got you uh, tell tell everybody about how you got that. I think it's really interesting. You got that with a on, e- movie that on you eBay. Like. I, I have my Motel Hell Screen Factory Collector's Edition stolen. Which I'm pissed because I pre-ordered. Wow, that. this thing's going for fifty bucks on eBay. I pre-ordered it, and it came with the uh, poster, which is really why I pre-ordered it in the first place was to get the poster. I thought it was bitching. It had the reversible poster in there. Someone stole it, so I've been searching on eBay for a while for the right one. You know, I don't like the people that just put the stock photo on there. I want to see real pictures of the fucking thing, so I know it has a slipcase with it. So I found a deal. And it was Motel Hell, came with the slipcase, and it had curtains attached with it from Synapse, the Blu-ray, and it was 26 bucks even, and I bought that on eBay. So it was a st- I basically got this for 6 bucks, and I paid like wow. regular price for Motel Hell, which I think is the 20 and then that's still 25 You basically got Motel Hell for free. <laughs> yeah, or curtains, however you want to look at it, you know. I got one considering of these. This, considering curtains is 50 bucks. Yeah. And uh, if you buy... The guy must not have researched that. If you buy Motel Hell brand new right now, it's like 25 bucks, and you're probably not going to get the slipcase with it. So um, I'm glad I found the... Uh, uh, Where did this come from? I'm curious. What? This, when you got it in the mail. Where did it come from? I'm California, sure. New York, um, uh, you know, I don't Delaware. Remember. I don't remember. See, I always look at that. I always find that fascinating. I do. I want to say from. Florida or Kentucky... <laughs> That's awesome. Alabama, somewhere weird. I don't know what's going on with this. This old bitch is just tickling this. Uh, I don't know. That girl's creepy. Oh, it's because they're insane. She's in a. This lady in this film. <clears throat> trying to remember her. Uh, her name on here. She's uh, Samantha Egger's character in the film. Uh, Samantha Sherwood, she uh, actually put herself in an institution so she could get ready 
for this role that this guy's doing, and that's how much she wants the role. Is he Canadian? Yeah. Oh, yeah. John Vernon's Canadian. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. And he's a, he's kind of a staple in a lot of 80s films that I yeah, like. Yeah, he is. Of course, my favorite, like I said, being uh, uh, Killer Clowns. I think he's awesome in that. It's a great movie. He's from uh, Saskatchewan. I know of it well. She's actually died in 2005, which I did not know. God, that sucks. <clears throat> yeah. There's you up. <clears throat> he was 72. Yeah, he was in fucking Hawaii Five-0. He was in the TV series of Mission Impossible. He was in Dirty Harry. Uh, it's fucking awesome. He's in a ton of shit. He was the uh, he was in Animal House, Airplane Two, Ernest Goes to Camp. Yeah, he's the <laughs> villain in Ernest Goes to Camp. He was Ted Jarrett in the A Team. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, dude. I knew he was in that. <laughs> and he was a villain in a black exploitation spoof. I'm gonna get it, you sucker. Which I've seen that. So oh, that on Blu-ray. It's pretty awesome. I, I really like that. Movie. I have that. Did you know that? Oh yeah. And then um, he voiced the prosecutor on Heavy Metal, which is awesome. Fucking love that movie. Letter too. And he was in animated stuff. He was in Batman the Animated Series. And Who was he in that? I don't know. It doesn't say. That's crazy, though. I didn't know that. I mean, his stuff is pretty extensive, so... This was, like, right smack dab in the middle of all the big stuff he was doing, so it's kind of cool that he did this. <clears throat> yeah, right now they are... Um, in the institution with Samantha Egger, where now I can't think of her except for when she has that <clears throat> placenta protruding out of her out of her stomach. We're at twelve minutes and twelve seconds for you guys following along at home. So uh, if you're following along, that's where we're at. We're on the same page. Good to go. And uh, try to dig up more of this film here because, like I said, I've never even seen this, so I don't really know much about it. Um, the director left the film after disagreements with the producer over stylistics and tone, which, you know, that happens in Hollywood. At the time, he abandoned the project. Only 45 minutes of the film had been shot, which resulted in the producer having to take over. Um, <clears throat> the final chase scene in the prop house was filmed over a year after the initial production, as well as the ending murder scene. I won't say between who or who. And uh, the writer returned to the project for rewrites under the producer's supervision. This resulted in various additional scenes being shot, many of which never made it into the final picture, which I feel like they're on this release somewhere, in the, in the deleted scenes or something. I wanted to talk to you about a movie that Arrow's putting out, that dead-end drive-in. Yeah. I'm curious about that film. I don't know what it is. Oh, no, I've never seen it. Um I'm just kind of interested in, in I'm interested in it. I think it's interesting because hmm. I don't know what the fuck it is. Have to look up a trailer. Slugs is another movie they're putting out. That I have seen that. In. That movie's pretty good. You would I like that? Is it pretty gory? Yeah, I think you would. I don't really remember. I've seen it a long time ago, but I know it was good and I liked it. And I I got it confused <clears throat> with uh, Squirm. But Slugs I'm not a fan good. of that movie. I it's own really it. On, I've got the Scream Factory, Hot Sexy, or whatever bad. of it, but. I'm a really fan of it. the uh, 
um, Mystery Science Theater uh, episode where they did that because that's my favorite one they did. Okay, with curtains it says deleted scenes included a backstory sequence where prior to arriving at Stryker's retreat, which is, I guess, um, you know, it's John Vernon's character's uh, home or whatever. Uh, Christy is emotionally rejected by her skating coach. This scene was intended to show the character's vulnerability. She is rejected again, this time by Stryker. She was shot two years after the initial production on a college campus, never made it into the final cut. There was even some dialogue that was cut. Um, one guy was uh, supposed to be killed by a snowmobile, and then he ended up being cut. Uh, We've not had anybody die yet. Killed in a hot tub. Yeah, they're kind of just. Uh, I think it's going to be cool. I think it's yeah. just all going to come at once. Uh, That's what I like when they just go for it, you know. Yeah, there's just a lot of shit surrounding this release, so. I want to take a second, if it's okay, and apologize to the audience again. I had some uh, guests lined up, uh, and I don't know what the hell happened. Uh, I'm not, And I'm not mad at the guests, I'm just not really sure what happened. One of our guests we were going to have on is a legend uh, in death metal. And hopefully we'll get him on at a later date. I'm not going to mention who it is or his band, but um, he's only communicating with me through uh, a computer, so he doesn't have uh, these items on his cell phone. I don't even know if he has a cell phone. Right. So, uh, but uh, I, I did want to mention this, if it's okay with you. Uh, I wanted to talk about on uh, what we're doing on July 16th. Would you like to talk about that, or did you want me to talk about that? I think you should handle that one for right now. Should I That's more save that, end. or should I? That's more on your end of what you've been doing. So, uh, I want to. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do this. If it blows up in my face, I'll apologize to you guys about it later. But I think it's going to happen. I don't think there's going to be any issues with it because I've never gotten any. I've not got a complaint back on uh, July 16th. I don't know when the episode will air. Probably air sometime in August. Uh, Corey and I are going to be sitting down with Gorgasm, the entire band, the one from Indiana. The real Gorgasm. There's two? I think there's an, one from, like, France or something called Gorgasm. Gay. Anyway. They're, you know, they're not... Okay, there's only one. It's the guys from The real... That's why I said the real Yeah, Gorgasm. right. And we're, we've got them coming on. I'm uh, real excited about it. Uh, Anthony, I've been in touch with. The bass player does the vocals. Uh, and, uh, the band's had some stuff they've been going through recently. Uh, uh, they've been doing some shows. They're real busy. But we're going to catch them... Uh, I believe either I'm pretty sure they're going to do it after their practice on the 16th and right. we're going to have a great episode I'm super excited about it not sure if they're going to watch a film with us yet or not but uh, probably just going to be a really cool interview either way we'll have them all we, on here yeah so I'm excited about it uh, they're one of my favorite bands so uh, oh, yeah they're great they're one of the, the modern bands that really keep it death metal as fuck and they they don't let up it's Floridian sounding even though it's from Indiana right so. and it's you know it's just uh Straight gore fest and really just uh, just really nasty shit. You know, I know we've we've talked about them plenty on this podcast before. Huge fan. Yeah, they just got some awesome fucking shit. Um, I like everything they've ever done, so that'll be fun. And uh, you know, check those guys out on Facebook. They have a Facebook page, uh, and uh, 
some great music. Those guys have so some really great love, music. So if you love like sick death metal artwork and merch, then definitely check that stuff out because they got some sick ass cover art and they got some awesome uh, t-shirt designs as well. Yep. And you can actually, from time to time, they'll actually have their stuff actually on eBay. You can actually buy it from the band, which is great. That way you know 100% they're getting the money. Um, but uh, we'll talk with that more about that when that happens. Anyway, keeping my fingers crossed, they've not shot that date down. I know we're definitely going to have them on at some point. Uh, so uh, hopefully they won't be mad about me mentioning this. But I'm really excited about it. I wanted to mention it. That, that's one of the ones I've really been working hard on. A lot of people out there may be like, who the fuck are they? But they're somebody that's near and dear to my heart as a as a death metal act. I think they're fucking fantastic. And to have the whole band on, oh yeah, really excited about it. Uh, so now it looks like we're getting in some killing. We have a pantyhose mask, which ladies, if we have any slutty women out there that are hot, Scott will wear your hose as a mask. Because it's fun. <laughs> uh, I know that's weird, but that's what I like to do. Anyway, um, and that's what this guy's up to. I'm already digging this. So we've got the Creeper. Uh, the doctor did in his younger days would wear a pantyhose stocking on his face and look at <laughs> ladies stripping. That's what I do. That's what I do in my private time. Uh, you want some of their private times? Yep. I didn't know heard or killing about but I did do some creeping and I definitely wore a pantyhose mask. <laughs> like he's wearing, which is pretty pimp. Already digging this film, Corey. Well, it does say uh, on the cover even, it says, Behind every curtain, someone is waiting. Something is watching. Yeah. Dr. Vincent West. Anyway. (laughs) That's a peeping Tom thing. Scott's a peeping Tom. Yeah. Dr. Vincent West. I am. Anyway, so uh, I'm already into this. Uh, Yeah, man. And he's got a porno stash. (laughs) I feel like he's just kind of... It's going to be like a goof where he's just like, you know, scares her maybe. I hope... Hopefully we got some killing. I don't know. Uh, interesting thing, when the director uh, detached his name from the project, they actually put the director as Jonathan Stryker, which is John Vernon's character in the film. That's who's credited as the director of this movie. Is The the name is the character. That's hilarious. So that's pretty cool. Um, I think that's a neat, neat addition to make this film even more bizarre, because apparently it is. Uh, I gotta say about the Oh, fuck. Sorry. What about the, the 2K restoration of this looks great? Um, it does look good. Because we did watch the trailer prior to doing this, and uh, the trailer, you can tell, was like straight up just like a grindhouse style. So, uh, you know, it was definitely 83, hadn't been touched. So uh, this, the, the restoration that we're watching, the actual film looks really good. So <clears throat> another fine release from Synapse. This is actually the first Synapse thing we've done on here, I believe. Is it? Yeah, so we did our first Criterion, and then now we're doing our first Synapse release for you guys. So Usually we do Scream Factory and Arrow, but this is nice that we're, we'll do this one. I think it's pretty cool. <clears throat> this is just some college chick. She's just enjoying her... Crystal, whatever the fuck she's drinking, maybe it's piss. I don't know. Uh, she's just kind of chilling. Doesn't know somebody in pantyhoses lurking. Doesn't know the uh, doctors lurking around outside. Oh yeah, that's, there you go. That's not pretend. <clears throat> Still might be. I can't tell. I think it is. 
It's still me doing that. <laughs> I don't know. She's just like, look at dude's face. That's a pretty cruel ass joke. I thought it was going to be a, a rape scene or something. I was like, really? That's the first thing in this movie? It's not a good vibe to start. It's not the doctor then. Yeah. Because I would have raped her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't listen to the podcast, kids. It's if you don't <laughs> like to hear the truth. He ain't raping anybody with that mustache. I don't know. I had a porno mustache when I used to creep. Yeah. You have to have the porno stash if you're going to creep. Yeah, that's true. And the 80s feather cut, <laughs> which he has. Did you have the feather cut? No. No, never had that. My friend's dad did. He used to freak me out. Good. But if I creep now, I would totally wear that feather cut wig. Yeah. <laughs> to jump right into the killing eventually. Well, I thought. I but you know what? It's okay. It's still, I think it's going to have a... It's, it's I think it's just going to fall like, you it's know... It's flowing like a real slasher. because The body like, count's going to eventually just hit, 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 hit. It already started out with, you know, the the pretend scare, you know. And then we're going to eventually get the real deal coming real quick. For the ladies out there. <laughs> or would you hear this? <laughs> oh, 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 your your husband's home? <laughs> oh, he's left again. You're by yourself? Then <laughs> you see the Rick Rude. <laughs> I'm going to let your, your inner city sweat hog husband see how a real man takes off his robe. Exactly. <laughs> No, I'm enjoying this. This is this is actually. I'm going to just go ahead and say this right now. This is one of the more enjoyable ones uh, we've done. I'm enjoying this. Yeah, it's already got the pace of a slasher. You got the- it does, and it's flowing real well. And it's you know uh, they already set up everything. Actually, it looks like the weather we've had lately, right there. Yeah, it does. It's just piss pouring, which is also a slasher. I know. I that, love it. Got that weird. Dog I kind of wish it would start. It'd be right. kind of cool if it was just monsoon. That it rained could- this morning when I did the. the uh, the Cat in the Brain uh, unboxing review for you guys on YouTube. Please uh, check our YouTube page out because I'm trying to expand us out everywhere. Got Facebook, got Twitter, got SoundCloud, iTunes, now YouTube. So go check it out. It's our first video that you get of uh, of us. So, uh, well, it's just me doing the thing because the doctor was busy with his clients at the time. So, um, 
I may be persuaded to come on at some point. It'll be fun, I think. Uh, not an unboxing. We'd have to figure out something cool to do for with us to do. Um, but yeah, this uh, it was piss pouring then, so that was kind of cool. Uh, but she's now we got the chick. She's kind of looking at this weird doll. It's actually pretty creepy, um, honestly. It's Annabelle. It's creepier than Annabelle. <laughs> that doll's pretty creepy. Uh, and it lashed onto her. Something's going down. The doll almost looks real. It's really creepy. Oh shit! Oh fuck! The hell? She's got like actual nails. Oh god! Oh, it was a dream. Damn. We got that too now. We got that too now. We got the we got the pretend scare from the boyfriend. Then we got the dream scare. There's that fucking doll. It's in her closet. The third the third one's got to be the kill. So, I mean, I'm guessing she's the main character in this film. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we're just supposed to like her. Now she's, uh... Yes! I knew it. Third kill. Here we go. Third time is the actual kill. There we go. So she got it that time. She got it from the hag. I thought that said body turds and it said body thuds. <laughs> and the doll has been stolen by the hag. So yeah, I... I Did you I, see the curtains move yeah, across? That that's cool. kind of cool. I called out the pace, though. It worked. Ladies, be sure to look, if no one's home, about your curtains. <laughs> For act two. Of the Creeper. <laughs> the podcast Creeper. <laughs> Only available on the curtains episode. But I was right. You did. The, they did the pretend kill, then they did the dream kill, and that means she's about to fucking die, and she did. So, um, won't I've seen I, her. Won't say I know my shit when it comes to horror, uh, when it comes to slashers especially, but I think I do. And I, you know, I don't know anything about horror movies. What are they? <laughs> what are those? Well, there you go. The kid's got some nice butt to look at. He looks like he looks like he's going to grow up to sell weed. You know, she turns around and that's not pretty. Ugh. And the kid looks like a few of my drug dealers I used to have. <laughs> they were that same size too. You're like, hey, you want some weed? And now we're in front of the the bumfuck gas station, like a country store, whatever this is, a general store. Which is another good staple of, of uh, slasher films. And they're about to head to Stryker's retreat so the whole cast can meet him, the director. <clears throat> and uh, at least I think that's just going to happen. Where's the girl that showed a minute ago? Which it wasn't one? her, it was another one that I thought was really smoking hot. Oh no, the blonde just died, so... The one that was in the institution? No. It showed her a second ago before it showed her, I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, she was dry, yeah. She I think was, she's hitchhiking, maybe? Yeah, she's going, they're all going to the retreat, the director's retreat, so they can meet and start filming this thing, or at least get casted for it, so they're all heading out that way. So yeah, I don't know who that chick was, but I don't know who you're talking about. She was the one that was in that classroom in the beginning, I think. And now she's all she. She looks like she was about to board the Titanic. That's her. Yeah. What now? Maybe that's not her. Uh, she's the one right there at the end. Maybe it is her. 
Right there. That was her. I don't know. I fuck some of these women. <laughs> it's the always women, nice. The one in the blue dress I fuck. You gotta have fuckable women in these films to die, because then it's not... You know, of course you want ugly people to die. You don't want to... It's not as appealing when you see the... You know, ugly people die. You want to see the hot people die. Because you're like, oh, but she was hot. And the doctor's into it. They're already talking about fucking for a part in the movie. Sell my mother into slavery. That's nice. No, I think since we haven't really seen this that we should have the sound on for it. What do you think? We can. Some of it, anyway. Yeah. There's John Vernon, so that's perfect timing. Just have it down low, you know. He's in so much shit, man. Literally a staple actor from my childhood, for sure. Man, it's Keith Richards. <laughs> He's got a pretty nice little... Holy shit! Look him up. That guy's in a ton of shit. You know what my favorite movie that that guy is in? What's that? And, and I'm going to let you double check this and actually use this movie to look him up if you want. Uh, he's in a movie that I love called Talk Radio. Hmm. See if I'm right. I think it's uh, Michael Wincott, another Canadian actor. We'll yeah, he did Talk Radio in '88. This was from '83. So he's on that. Talk Radio is a movie you need to see too. And what's that one about? He's in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. He's in, he's in The Crow. Alien Resurrection. Talk Radio is about a Jewish shock jock that gets murdered for being honest with his listeners. Huh. It's fucking awesome. It's an Oliver Stone picture, and it's my favorite thing he ever did. He's in Miami Vice? Yeah, he is. That's weird. Yeah, I'm already into this. He's, this is fucking great. I bet he's a goddamn killer in this, too. He was the voice of uh, Prophet of Truth in Halo 2. That's really weird. That's an interesting one. Pretty cool. There's some titties for you. For all you viewers watching, uh, you do a little Mr. Skin here, and I can just tell you straight where the scene at is at, where you can see the tits. And we're at 33 minutes and 14 seconds, so... That's... <laughs> That's you some curtain, <clears throat> some curtain rods. There you go. There's some big ones too. <laughs> Damn Glad allergies. Samantha Egger. I don't. I don't <clears throat> like her after seeing the brood. I'm just not into it anymore. <laughs> to her, it's disturbing. It is. Never gonna get the that doctor would still have to. <laughs> There's another. I think it's Lynn Grip. No, that's not it. There's another actress in this that looks really familiar. 
trying to figure out who it is. So it was very slow now at this point. We're 30 minutes in. We got one <clears throat> killing out of the way. I think we'll see some more pretty soon. No, I'm still feeling it. I'm digging it. <clears throat> I feel like they're going to start putting that doll in places. The worst slasher film ever made is The Mutilator. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Which Jens thinks is just still the holy grail of slasher films. And I'm like... Yeah, I'm glad I met the, those guys. No, 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 I'm not. Nice didn't do that. I'm talking about just that. That film is horrible. Well, the film itself is bad. It's. I mean, the pornos have better acting in it than than that, and production value. <clears throat> I think she's the killer. All that movie, the whole time is just this. Yeah. 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 You don't like this. What's she doing here? She's just a baby. She's a baby. It's her that looks familiar, but I can't pull up anything. I'm out of actors so far. Found a couple that I knew. I have no idea what she's in. <coughs> so I did have the right guy. Oh yeah, you did. You knocked that one right out. <coughs> I thought it was him, but <coughs> wasn't sure. Music for a second. Uh, I checked out the new Death Angel. I really fucking like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Some good shit. Which actually, <clears throat> we can talk about that too. On October third, we're going to be interviewing um, Will, the drummer for Death Angel, and uh, some of the other guys as well. And not really sure what we've got planned on that yet because. 
we were going to have him on an episode, and he was having some technical issues on his end, and we weren't able to do that. So we're looking forward to doing that on October 3rd for you guys, and that would probably be up and running around, I would say, uh, probably November. Yeah. So something to look forward to there. Another one that I do have concrete on the ground, so that one's a done deal. Oh. Okay, now we're getting stuff set up. I'm starting to wonder if the killer in this is a woman. I would imagine, yeah. So all these women are competing for this one role of Audra. So. Guess we'll know when there's the last woman standing. <clears throat> Who that just is. Yeah. Sharpening up the Or is single. it the, direct, the guy from Killer Clowns, maybe? Yeah. He just brought them all there to kill him. That'd be cool. Unless that's him right here that kind of takes that out. Who just fucked who? Yeah! He's fucking everybody, isn't he? She said she would fuck him for the part, so... I don't think that's going to help her any. Ooh. Now Samantha's jelly. She's like, I know that strut. That's the strut after he pulls out. <clears throat> she, no, feels I guess she feels violated. <clears throat> she feels violated and degraded. But she's got a creeper outside. <laughs> I'm just running with it this episode. It's funny. <laughs> I'm having fun unzipping my pants. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay, and I, yes, I'm wearing a pantyhose mask too. Yep. And I do have a knife. It's just the way a doctor likes to roll. He doesn't like to be. Just for this film, I figure it was appropriate. <laughs> the night before your vagina was violated, now you're about to get violated with a knife. Yeah. Or the sickle. I'm assuming that's this scene. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not. It looks like it, though, because we're getting the kind of the first person. Yep. And she's kind of by herself. There's just some dude. I love that radio, man. I totally had one of those. The ghetto blaster? Yeah. Those things are pretty awesome. <clears throat> I had one. And then you started getting the JVC boombox. After, after the ghetto blasters went out of style. The Ghetto Blasters were really big in the 80s. They were pretty big. Still prominent in the 90s when I was growing up. <clears throat> now we're getting the storm coming, so we might get it before we get some killings here. We're as soon as it starts, he'll be ready to drop a country loaf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to, get, about to get the real... It's a Panasonic Ghetto Blaster. Oh yeah, this is what's known as the iconic scene from this film, apparently. This is the uh, skating scene that everybody talks about in this movie, so... <laughs> so, this bitch is about to get capped right here. And I can't This music's like terrible. And all this music sucks. That's why she's gonna get killed. Cause they're like, 
I need to kick over that ghetto blaster first, or smash it. No, then just need to put bury a good tape it in that there. pond. Yeah. Let me put a fucking uh, fucking good tape in there. We could put some uh, Tomb of the Mutilated in there. You know, I'm not. <clears throat> I'm trying to think. Eighty-three. They can only do so much with that. Put some Accept in. You can put Show No Mercy on there by Slayer. And some Accept. Yep. Put Venom's Black Metal in there. I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> put something in there. Yeah. Uh, for you guys listening, we I think I've just summoned it and it's about to happen. We're about to get a shit storm. I think it's the, the hag. Yeah, turn that fucking music off. Here we go. We're about to get something good cooking up for you guys. The music stopped. We're at 42 minutes, 53 seconds. So that uh, that other dude has been taken, too. So that's a kill we haven't even seen. That guy that was sitting there with, with the wood, he, he just kind of disappeared. Or maybe he was out in the woods earlier. I don't know. Maybe he's the guy. He's just some little dude running around in the woods. I don't know. Oh, shit! Did you see it? Yep, there's his hand. And a beer. If that's not Canada in a nutshell for you, you're out in the snowy woods chopping wood with a beer. That's that's a fucking doll. Oh, that's the doll. Oh, here we go. I don't know why the doll would be buried. There's the doll looks like a blow-up doll right here, too. A little bit. Y'all know what the doctor does with blow-up dolls. I sodomize them. <laughs> it's a uh, practice. Yeah, that doll's fucking weird. <clears throat> there you go. That just might be that fucking dude we saw in the woods. He was just kind of weird. Doesn't look like a woman right now skating. But it could be. But it could be. But it's definitely a dude doing the skating, because that's some some hefty pants going on for a woman. Maybe they just like to stay baggy. It's like they're going snowboarding or something. No, that's a woman. Yeah, I would. I would have been running by now. <laughs> it's sickle time. She's still carrying the fucking doll. Decapitated the doll. I think you can actually hear him. That's pretty cool. Oh shit. Pull the mask off. We know that has to happen at the end. They just gotta build up. 
these vague characters that we just want to die. Is she seriously going to live? I don't know. I think she'll get caught up here. She's not going anywhere. You're going to die in these woods, woman. You're going to die in these woods. <clears throat> yeah, she's a sitting duck. She's not going to... No, she's a laying duck now. That's not that painful. Come on, toots. I mean, it's it's fucking black as shit outside right now. It's waiting for this kill to happen, then it's going to start pouring. It's like, come on, it should have been raining already. Right when it starts to monsoon, Tuna's <laughs> gonna be ready to shoot that log. <laughs> now I just really want her to die. This needs to happen. And the rain's here. Oh, yeah. What's funny are these hicks that apparently were at the swim. There's some old. Gr- Come here, this is funny. Look at this old grandpa. He's like, Shoot, bitch! Oh, uh, wait a minute. Sick one. Blade slices. I just wish you'd seen that old fart about eat it. Like <laughs> you run out of his car. That was kind of anticlimactic. I don't know. It was one of those hidden kill scenes. Classic uh, Friday the 13th style where you don't really see what happens. Ah, you got a New York tag out there. Yeah. Well, one you the, know what that means, folks. Down here in Florida, Corey's got a stalker. One of the guys across the street is a huge Mets fan, too, which is funny. Maybe that's his car. Yeah, I think it is. Because Alexis was out there one time, and I had the uh, the flag up, you know, because I was trying to... We don't have the curtains because the dog... Is that plant going to be okay? Because it yeah. looks like it's about to go. Because the dog uh, sidewinded our curtains, so I had to put up my Mets flag to uh, shade our sun, you know, shade the sunlight. And the guy from across that was right like, there. Yeah, the guy he was like this. Yeah, the guy from across was like, "Hey, go Mets!" And I was like, "Yeah." There's straight up a New York tag here. Nice to have an ally. There's there's some New Yorkers up this way too because I can hear them talking, and they have New York plates. There's a few over here, probably in school here. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. or they just they're like me. I don't know. Well, a lot of Jews moved down here for. They do. They retire okay. here. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Or as my mom liked to say, Florida, where Jews go to die. And Canadians thrive. Because <laughs> we move here, too. Yeah. I'm enjoying this movie, though. I, I thought that if, if that's a talked about death scene, though, that's a joke. It was the skating part, not the uh, death part, but the skating or I don't know. That's supposedly the part that stuck out to everybody was that. They're like, oh, isn't that that movie with the skating hag? Shouldn't we be the ones reviewing everything instead of everybody else? I don't know. I feel like some people get paid to do things that they shouldn't do. Yeah. That's your memorable scene from this movie. I would say it's the fucking doll. Yeah, the doll's weird. The doll's going to stick out to me when this episode's over, you know. So somebody's going to bring up curtains, I'm going to give me the one with the fucking doll, you know. Different than Annabelle, but you know. I'm actually glad. I want to tell you guys what I'm looking at right now. It is monsooning, and uh, it's, uh, it's a beautiful uh, 
6.51 a.m. in the mornings <laughs> here in Florida. And, uh, yeah. As it is always on we, 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 We've recorded all night, and we've went into the mor- wee hours of the morning. I don't know how you're still awake. On Corey's day off, it always rains. Every time. That it really does. Even if I have like a, a week vacation, it's going to rain every single day of that vacation. I guess we actually should have got in the pool. Yeah, that's all right. I knew it would. Well, it's not lightning. I guess we can still do it anyway. Yeah. Have some kind of an Amazon feel to it, you know. <laughs> I do want to get in there sometime. I've never, I, you know, I have not been in a pool in 20 years. Jesus. 20 years. That's the truth. It's a child's world. That's why I don't usually, because I don't want to deal with people and their shitty kids. I'd rather stay. I'd rather just take a bath in my house. (laughs) Play with my ducky. You just put like a plastic pool in here, like a little kid's pool. (laughs) I'll just put on floaties. My niece, the funny story, my niece was little. uh, For some reason, she liked watching horror movies with me, which I probably shouldn't have done with her. She was like really young, like five or six. But I remember she would love to. She, I would take this plastic pool and let her play in it while we would watch horror movies <laughs> in my room. Which, looking back, was probably a a bad thing all the way around. She could have got fucking electrocuted or fucking. Uh... That's the hag mask she's got. Oh yeah, it is. Mask is pretty creepy. But I don't think that's her doing the killing, though. Well, the mask is for the character. Somebody's killing in the mask, but yeah, it's, but it's not, not. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's her. Could no. be somebody keeps taking the mask and killing with it. I don't think that mask is scary. I think it looks like women are dated. <laughs> yeah. So in that respect, it's scary. What was I thinking? You know, in reality sense, it's. Scary. The creepiest part of the scene is actually John Vernon. Basically giving her acting tips, saying, "Hey, you're wearing this ugly hag mask, but uh, make me want to eat your pussy." This is the He's a very unorthodox director, Jonathan Stryker. That is. Jonathan Stryker. It sounds like a fucking Mortal Kombat character. It does. Well, there is Stryker. I don't know if that's his first name. Or a bad G.I. Joe character. (laughs) Or a terrible Transformer ally. Yeah. So there's a snowmobile, and I read that uh, somebody was supposed to die on a snowmobile. I guess this might be it. it But don't worry, kids, because it will cut away. Because we're apparently watching the TV version of Curtains. I don't know what was up that sickle there. Like, come on, give it to me, you know. listening to that I still have to let the doctor check out is oh fuck a band called Birth Through Gore 
Where are they from? Uh, they're from somewhere weird, actually. Let me look it up real quick. I'll actually go ahead and just play some of their stuff. <coughs> Birth through gore. They are from Greece. You know, I was asked recently um, by a friend of ours about going to see a band from Greece, and I declined because I, you know, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I, I, I don't like fucking Marduk at all. They're from Greece? No, but the band they're touring is is Rotting Crust, and I, I can't can't do it. Their new no. stuff sounds like prog shit. Yeah, it sounds like weird. new enslaved stuff. I just don't like it. Yeah. He's like, it's so good. It's like, no, this actually sucks. This sounds like prog music. I don't want to fucking listen to this. Well, this is uh, definitely not prog. No, no, no. no. I, I was just tapping the vein there because you brought I'm up. I'm gonna Greece. go ahead and uh, play. I, don't know, I, I can't. I can't do that. I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! Fuck it! <laughs> I can't do it. Right. We'll do it live. It's a simulated obduracy by Bertha Gore. I don't think this is the album I have. Sounds pretty good though. suffocation style right there. Yeah, definitely. I think they're pretty awesome. That sounds a lot. Well, this is the one I've heard a lot, this one. Oh, Doldrums. You're such a funny bone. <laughs> Alright. Just hit it on that chair. That chair's a fucking death trap. I might see some, uh, Edgar titties right here, maybe. No, that's not her, that's somebody else. Got skimpy, skimpy nightgown. Skimpy nightgown time. She's kind of gross. There's probably a dick tucked between those legs. Yeah, I think so. And don't forget, at the very end of this episode, we have Noah and John from Cranial Engorgement stopping by to discuss their new record with us. Yeah, it's it's fucking awesome. Um, Had a really good time with these guys. They're cool dudes, so uh, definitely stick around. Uh, If you prefer, it'll be on YouTube as well, so if you want to skip right to that, then yeah, yeah, by all means, Uh, but... If you guys are sticking around for the long haul, we appreciate that very much, and uh, the guys in Cranial appreciate it, I'm sure. So yeah, definitely uh, stick around. Now she's the British one, though. I might be able to handle that. Oh! Oh! Still a woman. 
thought I was a man for a second. She's about to be toast. I bet you they're in the... Behind the curtain number one, folks. For those of you still following along, 57 minutes, 34 seconds is where we're at. Just look for the uh, man tits right here. Because <laughs> where that doll is, that's where that fucking hag's going to be. About to be more tits? Is that a mannequin or is that an actual person? I don't know how I can tell. It looks like a lesbian encounter. No, that's not a mannequin. Is she looking at herself in the mirror? I'm confused. Nope. I think they're trying to, like, do a scene for the movie, maybe. I don't know. <clears throat> well, no, because they're all competing for the part, so I don't know. We've got some lesbos here. Those are nasty nipples. Now, for you directors out there, you got to look at the tits first before you cast them. I don't care how good they look outside of it, but the tits have to be at least decent. And that, she's got a... A 50-year-old mom nipple. I don't know where that comes from. Oh, the, doc the doctor's still going to have to... <laughs> oh, man. So he wrote a lesbian scene in this. I don't know what... She acts like she's touching a fucking dead body. It's a woman's tit. I know. It's like, come on. You know. Of course, I wouldn't want to grab a dude's junk, but still, I guess it... I just wouldn't do it. It would. I would be no hesitation. It just wouldn't happen. It's like, okay, I'm not well, doing women this. are more okay with it. There's a difference between junk and then tits. You know. I know, but still, tits are a lot easier to grab. They're a lot more friendly. Some women's are. Some women's aren't. Yeah. But if you are a woman grabbing another woman's tit, it's like yeah, whatever. Right. I've never seen a woman be like, I don't know. It's just like whatever. Grab your tit. It's fine. <clears throat> Here we go. Let's get some... There's someone behind the bathroom curtain. Let's see this. Let's see the whole thing. You can see her mustache in the restoration. That's nice. Let's put on our nail polish. Let's get some real polish going on here. Polish off her head. Doll head in the toilet. No, real head in the toilet. Yeah. Finally. Yes. Crusty. <laughs> for for any fans out there, uh, always a good response if you put a human head in the toilet. All right. Maybe I should let Scott lick my breasts. <laughs> A.K.A. Dr. Vincent West. Lick my breasts. <laughs> no, 
maybe he could sample my Diet Pepsi butthole. <laughs> what? But since Christy didn't want to rub my breasts, I'll let him taste my diet butt. <laughs> Doctor, I'm new here to Canada. Would you sample my butt? <laughs> First there's a head in the toilet, then there's not. <laughs> it was there, I swear. Be there's nothing in the shitter! <laughs> he told me there was a log in here. God, so many's clean that thing. Doesn't look like there's a hole for the... I know, I guess you just go down. brown poo, just chills in there. <laughs> Come on in here and let me fuck you. Like, you're the only one I don't want to screw, so I'll just go to your room. I'm not even believing it just showed that. She just took medicine, pain prescription medicine with booze. Did you see it? Yeah. That's a death sentence, kids. Hey, she's going to die anyway, right? No pain meds with your booze or you die. Unless you're already going to die in a horror film, it's okay. Maybe he is going to fuck her anyway, I don't know. Yep, maybe. Any ladies out there, Corey does like if you're boozed up and doped up when he gives you that part for the film. <laughs> this it's, movie's just funny. I, I have to admit, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty slow in places, but it's pretty funny. It's just funny seeing him in this, being a womanizing butt. I'll tell you a band I don't like that I saw. They have a new track out. It's a band called Inquisition. Not not a fan. You know, you saw them. I've seen them twice, yeah. A couple years ago. With Behemoth. Behemoth. And you went to the show. I remember you telling me the whole bill. And the only band that I liked on that bill. Go to work. Correct. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that band. I think Jen's like them. I, I I don't understand how you can be a black metal band from America. I, you know, sue me. I like my black metal from abroad. Yeah, Where this fucking invented Inquisitions from Santiago, Chile. That's which is weird. Not Norway though. No. And they don't sound good. I just don't like their. Yeah, the music sucks. I don't like their. Uh, Who's the Who's the American? I always get Inquisition confused with. There's an American black metal band. There's a few of with those. a similar name. Oh shit! I know who you're talking about. In Solitude, maybe. No, no they're not. They're, 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 not they're from Sweden, American. and they're not black metal. They're like wannabe Merciful Fate. Uh, who am I thinking of? Uh, saw him on that cannibal bill with uh, Behemoth. Actually, no, that's not them either. That's not them either. That's not them either. Scratch that. Do not. That's not them. Uh, you saw them on that Behemoth bill with Goat Whore. They were the other band on that bill. They're from America. The only other one on there was thirteen forty nine. No, I love them. Um, I thought you knew I liked them. 
Yeah, you do. That, that That's what I'm saying. That's the only other band I remember. Well, who the fuck is it? There's an American... I thought it was Inquisition. No. Nope. Who the fuck is it? There's a, there's a band from America. Knock Mistium? That's not them. They're from Nashville. Really? They're from... He's like, yeah, you don't come down and see some of these fucking black men, buddy. Yeah, a bunch of I'm like, too. here comes the banjos. There's no black metal from Nashville. It's country capital with your shitty hockey team. Woo! And full darkness. That's who's from Nashville. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Are you sure it was on that tour? God, what is their name? I want to say it started with an I. Are you sure there's no members of Inquisition that are from America? Yeah, they're from they're from Chile. Well, who the fuck is it then? I don't like them either, but there's there there's one of those. Ba- it's fucking annoying because everybody's like, it's just so funny because he's like, I even try to talk with my foreign accent. It's like you're fucking gay. You're okay, not talking. Here's, here's the kicker here. The Inquisition formed in Colombia. Now they live in Seattle. <laughs> Told you, I told you. They moved there, but they're not. From it's still gay. That's it still gay. dumb. <laughs> Let's go to the black metal capital of the world and go to Seattle. We had to move there because if I would cut you, <laughs> if a bomb went off in Seattle, I'm okay with it as long as you get the sanctuary guys out, the metal church guys out. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about that fucking uh, city. I just don't. You know, uh, I, I like Queensrÿche too, but I'm not going to save them just because they were buttholes <laughs> to me. Uh, I love their music, but fuck them, you know, I don't care. But anyway, but uh, the balls. Yep. I knew it. I knew it because everybody's like they're from they're from Norway. I'm like, no, they're not. They're from America, or even they live they, in America. Even if they were from Norway, they suck. The thing is, the stuff out of there doesn't suck. 1349's awesome. Fucking Satyricon's awesome. Take fucking Take's awesome. awesome. Gorgoroth's awesome. I mean, I, I this stuff from Norway's awesome. fucking good. Right. Yeah. I Here's like that. Favorite. Yeah. They're fucking... You know, mm. and the Swedish stuff I dig. I just can't deal with the fucking... Uh, the, this horse shit that people try to hand off to me. It's like... He's like, we're extreme. We're from Nashville, Tennessee. It's like, that's fucking stupid. The thing about that is people want to... That one band, other. one of those guys is from Nashville. And we got some through the uh, through the shirt tits right there. Did you hear me? Yeah. That one band, that not missed him. Yeah. Some of those guys are from America. They all are. They're an American band. I knew entirely. It. I knew because they try to act like it's like yeah, you're about as you're about but as I black metal. I consider not missed him black metal. They do. Yeah, they do. There we go. I'm just not buying it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not buying... There's no gore in this film. That's lame. I'm digging the film. There's just no gore. But 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 anyway, but but yeah. Horrible. And I saw them open for somebody terrible, and everybody's like, Ferb say fuck turd missed him. It's like, this is garbage, man. Cock missed him. This is fucking garbage. They also ripped off their fans by like trying to put out their last record and... They had all these pre-order things, and the fans bought them, and they never got it. They, like, ripped them off. Are you serious? Yeah. Where are they from? I don't know. The singer Let's was, expose them. The singer was on a lot of... Oh, this has already been... Whew. No, but I want to have more fun with it. Yeah, they. the singer was on fucking drugs, and... 
That's a whole big fucking deal. He's like, thank you to my spirits of darkness from Nashville, Tennessee. Give me a fucking break. You're not a fucking black metal band if you're from fucking goddamn Tennessee. We're from Wheaton, Illinois. Yeah! Scott's favorite city. We said drop a bomb on it. Good night. Not a fan of Illinois. You're from Chicago. You can suck it. Fuck the Blackhawks. Fuck you right up the butt. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck the Bulls. Fuck the Bears. Mainly fuck the Blackhawks. They're also a bunch of Nazi cocksuckers. Really? They're a part of that fucking national socialist black metal shit. Let's talk about Nazism and all this bullshit. Yeah, they're one of those. So you're from Illinois and you think you're a Nazi. That's, that's Give me cool. a break. You know, I mean, I'm sorry. That's just how I feel. Fucking, you know, drop a warhead on it. I don't fucking give two shits about that. I hate to be that way about it, but, you know. We got any fans from out there. I got nothing against you, but I, as far as... Okay, they signed, on to that, they signed on to that label without knowing that they were a part of that kind of thing, so they demanded that they were taken from the record label. And then, uh, let's see. They were on Century Media, weren't they? Is that right? Who the hell was that? Somebody's dead. I guess it was that bitch that just got killed earlier that we didn't see. I don't know. There's a the body count's coming up. There's just no. Uh, it's the Canadian shining. Anyway, <laughs> let's see. It's unholy records. I'm trying to find out who else is on that. <clears throat> but but bottom line, you're not a fucking black metal band out of, out of Illinois. Give me a fucking break. The only thing you gave America was nothing. So there. If I can. Black metal is from Norway. That's it. I, I'm not going to sit and go any further with it. That's just my take on it. I agree with that. And I'm not trying to offend anybody that, you know, whatever you're into. I just, you know, I'm older and I'm not fucking buying it. And you can't sell me a pile of shit and call it what it's not. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> but yeah, it's fucking stupid. I, I just, it's so fucking generic to me. It's like, I found... I found an Emperor album and a fucking immortal record. Now I'm fucking black metal, buddy. It's just dumb. It's like, wow, you you creative hillbilly. <laughs> you know, you creative fucking U.S. wanker. Yeah, you're real cool. You know, you wear corpse pink, pretend you're evil. Woo! Fucking I, buddy. But anyway, that's that's my take on that. I'm going to do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! Fuck it! This is creepy wherever she's at. It looks kind of cool. It looks like my basement. But yes, you know, black metal from Illinois. It's hilarious. <laughs> I saw that shit band open for somebody. It was like Vital Remains or so. They opened for They should not have been on the bills. Obviously, yeah. it was a label thing. It was just horrible. Ooh. 
It's like, did we did we make your pussy wet because we're spooky and scary with our spikes and stuff that we got down at Hot Topic? We're a black metal band from America. <laughs> yeah, I just don't buy it. Something like black metal and the reasoning for black metal being around. It's for it's not for America to produce. No, I think it's cute that you try, but it's, stick to your death metal. But yeah, that, that Inquisition band. Go back to them. Lame man's horrible, and everybody's like, "They're really good." Uh-huh. Did you like them? They're really good. I'll tell you another turd band that you and I both saw on the same bill. I'm going to slam the shit out of this band. Here's you another turd from Greece. You want to take it, or do you want me to finish it? You got it. I'm not sure you're not gonna... Septic Flash. Horrible. I like Septic Flash. Horrible live. Horrible. See, I like them. Hurry, hit the tape recorder. Rawr! Rawr! I'm like, woo, this is so horrible. I can't do it. I'm going to do it live. I'm going to do it live! Fuck it! <laughs> but yeah, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm going to do it live. <laughs> we'll do it live. They can't do it live. I, I want that on here for me, for the sample. That when I get, when I'm just like, yeah, everybody's like, it bands up. I'm going to burn death. It's like, I can't do it. I'm going to do it live. I'll do it live! Fuck it! <laughs> it's it's just ridiculous. I mean, I, I don't know what people want from me. It's like I I can't do it. I'm gonna do it live. Yeah, this is it right here. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. <laughs> it's the Bill O'Reilly freakout. Whatever it is, it's not right on a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. This is the doctor when he was he used to be in the news. Thing. Yeah. Okay, but. Used to be a news anchor. Okay. Yeah, I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. Okay. Right. That's why the there's hag no here is pissed. There's no words out. there. What does that mean? To play us out. It's, it's Sting is going to do. It's a video. Sting video. Well, it's not Mistium video. I don't know what that means to play us. <laughs> out. I don't know what that means, Knock Mistium. To end the show? Yeah. Yeah. All right, go, go. Yeah, five. Tomorrow and I had to say shit. Yeah. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a. Can't do it. I, I can't do it. <laughs> we'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> do it live. I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't uh, do it. We'll do it live. <laughs> we'll do it live. Fuck it. Oh, man. Sometimes you just got to do it live. Fuck it, you know? That's uh, uh, to our listeners out there, too. Sometimes you just got to be like, I can't do it. This killer's doing it live. Can't do it. We're going to do it live. Ugh, ugh. I feel like I killed like four people. Where some of these women look the She's same. She's like, I've got to find Dr. West and let him smell my fucking, my, my ample breasts that are, that are heaving from tension. Just wait till she comes full swing at you and just move and she'll go right into the brick wall. Who was dead in the hot tub? I don't know. The guy had your It was that up, bitch maybe? that was getting stabbed. Oh. I don't know where it happened to that dude. 
Oh, there's the, uh, the clown right there. It's a really weird area. This is probably the coolest part of the film is this. Just, it's a cool looking area. I think it's it cool. is. It's a weird... Little weird mannequins on nooses. Which is pretty neat. Duh. Yeah, it said applause on the sign. That blinking, you have to clap every time. <laughs> Doctor always follows directions. I said metal clanks. I thought it said metal church for a second. That would be interesting. So that'd be cool. Ooh. Looks like straight pubic hair. I'm trying to figure... Well... That one thing looked like the tall man. It looked like tall man blood, yeah. It's like mustard. Or uh, banana pudding. There's a corpse. That's the one that got stabbed. So I don't know who the one in the pool is. That must have been the dude. Yeah. Yeah, the guy had you look up. She's she's not even noosed, though. She's hanging up by her wrist, which is... You know, uh, slaughterhouse style. This may surprise you guys because it has nothing to do with the title. There's a lot of curtains in this scene. <laughs> I don't know why. It's weird. I mean, the movie's not called Curtains, but <laughs> it's almost like they're trying to insinuate something See, about curtains. curtains. Yeah. Is that Wolverine? It's like it's all coming together. It's like there's just curtains like, like everywhere. A stand up of Wolverine. Mm-hmm. He was going. Rah. It's adamantium time. Uh, now this bitch is just annoying. I just want to know who it is. It's like the Scooby Gang would have found this out by now. And here these college women are that can't figure out shit. It's true. You know the Scooby Gang didn't go to college. They were fucking dropping too much acid. They're like, let's just go find ghosts in the woods. Okay. Can you be any louder, lady? <laughs> Why don't you just put a sign out saying I'm hiding inside here? She's got axe from the director's chair. He or she. It might be that dude, because I don't know if that's who was in the pool. It looked like his, his I don't know. jacket. Or maybe it's the director, guys. He did. I don't know. Or no. maybe it's the main old broad from The Brood. I don't know. <laughs> Can't tell, of course, this film, as it said, was... Re-edited and recut and all this stuff so many times. So maybe there was other stuff in there, but there's a lot to do with this film, and it took three years to put it out in theaters. So I mean, I can see why. Corey has his copy listed right now on eBay. It's fifty dollars. <laughs> no, I actually, I'm glad you got this. I actually think this is interesting. I like this. I think it's cool. It's Canadian. It's it's cool. I wish there was a little more gore. Or yeah. any gore. I like that John Burns in it. I think that's a steal. Oh, yeah, it's a steal for it's that. Great. And then the women are, some of the women are hot. Yeah. Saw some weird titties. Saw some kind of old lady titties almost. Uh, yep. And I stalked It's a mixed bag. It. It's a mixed bag with an old hag. That's the killer. Not actually, but the mask is the hag mask. And just remember out there, listeners, you can always, if, uh, you know, people are trying to cram bands on you, just be like, I can't do it. We'll do it live. That's how we do it. Right. We'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. 
Tuna's not doing it live. He's fucking out for the count. I still don't, in that video, what Bill O'Reilly's doing, I still don't understand why he stands up when he's like, we'll do it live. I'm not really sure what he's doing. I've watched it like ten times. He just gets fucking that mad where he's it's like... It's fucking I funny. think he unbuttons part of his suit jacket. He's just like so pissed he's got to like air it out. Because he takes his jacket off or whatever. I can only imagine working with I mean, him. I mean, we can't do it. We'll do it live. survives that's interesting we still got the director we still got the crazy bitch there's somebody dead Patel has been cut so many times I don't know I don't remember them killing half these people there's the dead director where'd he even come from I don't know he's dead though they didn't even show him he's got not a glass in the back did I miss something I can't do it. <laughs> we'll do it live. Yeah, it must be her. Because, I mean, she was intru- she was institutionalized to get into the role. So it would only make sense. I can't do it. Do it live. <clears throat> or maybe it is her. I don't know. That woman's going to do the it live. The mystery is it. still there. That woman's doing it live. Fuck it. But we didn't see, like, two or three deaths happen. They just kind of... I don't know, man. I can't do it. <laughs> we'll do it live. She's doing it fucking live right now. We'll do it live! Fuck it! <laughs> I'll write it and we'll do it live. One of these bitches is about to kill each other. That's what's going to happen. This is it right here. I feel like we're, this is like a... The guy was really into the Psycho movies and he took it a different... Yeah. It's like he watched the first Friday the 13th and... Uh, like Psycho 2 and then made this movie while talking to Wes Craven on the phone like we'll do it live fuck it <laughs> right. kind of got a Craven feel to it at this point and we're at an hour and 23 minutes 45 seconds So you have to stand up at a restaurant one time when you're getting bad service and just be like can't do it we'll do it live <laughs> I'll eat it and we'll do it live have you ever done this have you ever Rush to get into it. I'm asking everybody out here too. If you guys are check this out, this is something that I do lately all the fucking time. Because they've narrowed theater seats, I will literally be like on the handle. Yeah. When I'm trying to sit down, I have bruised the shit out of myself. Right. Trying to sit in a movie theater seat. I've done the same thing. It fucking hurts too. It's painful. Never a response, by the way, from uh, B.H. He left. From M.A. It wasn't supposed to be like that. It's all over now. Go back. Go back to the acting classes and the dinner theater, the chorus line. Wait tables. Be somebody's secretary. Get married. Grow old together. Forget about Audra. Uh, it's soda. It's coming out. I'm not sorry. Well, it's fair. It's just a minute. I killed Stryker. You want to call the police? Go ahead. I'm not going 
and now it's clear as a bell out there and it's not raining. She killed Stryker, so she was the one killing everybody in the outfit. No, she killed Stryker, and that was it. She's the one that's been killing everyone else. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah! Fucking hate that bitch. This was obviously a reshoot. You can tell by this part. She looks totally different. Okay. Oh, it's a flashback thing. Somebody watched Friday the 13th and made this film. Hey! Corey was my son, and last week was his birthday. And really, this is a Friday the 13th rip. A little bit. I, I like it, though. But, oh, she's in the asylum now because they caught her. I can't do it. <laughs> this is how they had to we'll split do it live. Up. This is how they had to split up the shit, like the credits in Act One. Gore Christian, I do it live. Fuck it. And I reshot it. Wow. They should at least leave. There should be another version of this. I guess they can't do that. There should have been two versions of this on this disc. They couldn't do it. They had to do can't it live. do it. <laughs> I can't do it. Do it live. <laughs> but yeah. Uh. Closing thoughts on this film? You know, I like it. Uh, yeah, I do too. It's just... Uh, I gotta give it a little hell just because it's, you know... It's right there to give it itself I mean, hell. they received hell making this. Like, the director walked out like 45 minutes into shooting. You can tell. And, yeah, you can tell where all the reshoots It looks happened. like it was shot by one of the grips. Yeah, and there's Act 2 where they had to go back and, I mean... This and was there's on Act the 3. For three years, I mean... For what it was and how much hell they got put through, it's a decent movie, you know. It had me going. I was trying. No, to I, it I, I, I. It was okay. Not the worst I've seen. It's not Mueller. It's a. Uh, <laughs> it's. No, God, no. Nothing. I mean that I, I, that movie's horrible. Mutilator is just a terrible film. <laughs> well, I know one human being that likes that film, and I still don't understand it. I think he must have <laughs> masturbated to it as a child. I uh, say who that is. Suzanne Benoit. There's you a uh, Canadian name. Yep. It's fun. Usually I go around and watch movies. Kasonic, that's a Canadian. Sturmax, Canadian. I mean, usually when I go, there's John Vernon. It's John Stryker. Usually when I look at movies at the credits, I pick out all the Jewish names. But these movies are fun because you can pick out all the, all the Canadian names. All right. Well. All right. Well... Thank you guys for listening, and uh, that one was definitely... I had fun doing that one. Yeah, this was great, actually. Uh, Would I recommend it? Yeah, I think you should watch it at least once. Um, It looks great, and some of the stuff, you know, towards the end it looks kind of choppy with the... But they did the best they can do, and I think with what they had, you know, they did a pretty good job of it, so... Uh, It's very interesting. Corey's copy is on eBay right now for (laughs) $49.95. Free shipping. The best uh, they could do. I think it was great with what they had. So, thanks to Naps from the release. Thanks to the guy who bundled this in with Motel Hell. It was nice to get this basically yeah, for man. free. 
And uh, it's an it, interesting view. Yeah, and it looks really good. And, you know, oh, I still remembers the doll though. Yeah, the doll. I think. I think after the skate scene, you don't see it ever again. I should have had more of a scene after that. Remember, they decapitated it. That's right. With the sickle. That sucks though. I think the doll was yeah. a good part of it. it and be. the it's kind John of John Burnham just fucked everybody. And then, yeah, he, which got, was and cool. then he got fucked. If you're even remotely a fan of John Burnham, that's this movie's worth. There's it. no gore in this though, so don't expect a gore uh, thing. It uh, is a slasher, but it's. Very discreet. That's why I'm glad before this episode I didn't go with my usual uh, uh, gore hounds or splatter fucks thing. I said something else. So uh, it's not for any of you guys. This is just a slasher, like a bare bones slasher movie. So uh, much potential, and yet I feel like if it had, if there had been gore in this, this movie would be uh, a lot higher to me. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, there's none in it. No, there's none. I feel like we just watched a TV version. Yeah, Maybe it's just because it's Canadian. Because I know the Canadians kind of like the Brits. There is back then tits. There is tits. A well, there's, bit of blood. they could have been fucking animal and sex in this because it's yeah. Canadian or foreign. <laughs> but you can't have fucking kills in it. It's and there weird. was a head in a toilet, which was nice too. So uh, yeah. Yeah, you know what happened to that either. That was the closest we got to it, and then it was just kind of gone. So maybe the bitch ate it. I don't know. But yeah, it's an interesting watch. Uh, Had fun doing it. Uh, Check out Birth Through Gore. Check out the new Death Angel record. It's very good. Also, the new Dennis Sherman is really good too. That's a great album. Yeah, I really like that. And uh, Doctor, any any closing thoughts for you? You know, I. I'm just gonna remember that fucking doll. I don't know. The, the I don't know. It, it, looking back, it's still, it, it's very. I don't know. You could tell that this thing was reshot a bunch. Yeah, yeah. But they salvaged it. They made it. No, good. it's it's it was Decent actually film it was it. pretty fun to watch actually. But, uh, and stay tuned. Now we have Noah and John from Cranial Engorgement. Our interview with those two cats. It's really cool. They talk about their new album. And it's available now. You can get it on Amazon, or you can get it from Gorehouse Productions. And uh, from the doctor and I, stay fucking gory. Corey Gore Christ here with Dr. Vincent West. We are here with John and Noah of Cranial Engorgement. How are you guys doing today? Doing good, man. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> yeah, morning from, from your side. And then uh, we'll talk a little bit about how you guys started out. I believe it was uh, 07 when you guys formed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We started back in uh, 07. It was just, uh, well, it was with our buddy um, Raphael. Back in like uh, back in middle school, like, this, like wow. we were um, we were just like little kids, <laughs> but uh, but I was just doing vocals and uh, John over here was uh, was of course you know drumming and we had our buddy Raphael uh, playing guitar. But later on, um, our friend Raphael decided uh, you know not not to continue. Like he he had he had other things he had to do so. Uh, back in high school, it was just uh, me and John as a two-piece going like that. Wow. Like the white stripes of Brutal Death Metal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I just didn't have long hair. Right. <laughs> so this is back in middle school you guys were, were jamming and stuff. What were 
some of the bands you guys were really into in middle school? Uh, well, you know, we're into, you know, of course, uh, Dying Fetus, uh, Cerebral War. We're into DSI. I mean, you name it, man. The whole list just keeps going on. Even to new metal and old school, like rock, rock and roll and stuff. But, oh, of course, uh, yeah. Yeah, so we were just really influenced with all that, you know, and uh, yeah, and Noah actually has uh, some, some stuff to add on to that. Awesome. Yeah, because um, what in middle school, um, surprisingly, we, we were already like kind of deep into like listening to death metal. Like back back in fourth grade, I was already listening to Cannibal Corpse and that's awesome. Yeah. Band. yeah, that was like the first band I got introduced to by my uh, older brother. Right. But, um, but yeah. Uh, like I remember, like first day, first day of uh, school, like the teacher like paired me and Jonathan up in like this like group activity, and right. where it was like a Venn, we were doing like a Venn diagram of like things that uh, that we have interest in, right. and we just had interest in like pretty much the same stuff. <laughs> the right. Day, the first time was uh, Metallica. Yeah. Like, Heap of Aussies. <laughs> yeah. Like a boyfriend girlfriend team. I remember yeah, I was in. Like, from there, from there on, we just became like, like the cutest couple in school. <laughs> <laughs> Went to prom, you know, you did the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Junior prom. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, in middle school, it was about fifth grade. I, I had, I went to a, it was like an English project where you had to, like, break down a song's lyrics and describe like the, you know, how it's poetic and, and the meaning and stuff. And I did this graveyard Earth by six feet under, and. <laughs> It was pretty funny. So everybody wanted to uh, walk out of the room. I could tell because like this kid's weird, you know. But <laughs> I had a good time with it. I thought it was funny. So <laughs> I thought you're pretty cool. Yeah, I, there was no metal kids up there in upstate New York. There was me and another friend of mine, and, uh, and that was about it. So kind of just had to fend for yourself. Yeah. And yeah. That, over here, we we have a. Uh... We have an okay metal scene like over here in Pomona. Like we're we're Pomona's like located in like uh, Los Angeles County, okay, oh, okay. California. But, awesome. Um, it's it's a. I mean, we have a metal scene here. Uh, not as big as it, as it used to be. Sure. Uh, mainly like punk and like the you know like the straight edge hardcore. Right. But we still we still have a scene going on here. So surprisingly, like like back in school, when we would talk about a band. Like some people would know what you were talking about. Right. Now, do you have some original, uh, you have some band names that you were suggesting before Cranial Engorgement? How'd you come up with that? Oh, man. Oh, man. They're, they're, okay, <laughs> so we, we, like, back back in, like, middle school, like, we, of course, you know, we would come up with, like, cheesy names. Like, yeah. like think, I think our first name, and, man, this is kind of embarrassing. Fuck <laughs> it. I think, like, because uh, we, we didn't quite know what we wanted to do yet and like back in middle school like we right. were experimenting with like different sounds and stuff hmm. so like um well one of the names was like the unknown you know stuff like the, you know <laughs> right. like little cheesy stuff like sure. that and then the other one was like <clears throat> hell's corpse yeah hell's corpse and, <laughs> and that's pretty cool I like you that. know Lord, Lord, Lord of Demons, like, you know, just stuff like that. And, and like your amputation. <laughs> well, and then, like, later on in high school, like, we, we came up with the name uh, Endo Amputation, but uh, some I like people that one. Kept, like, kept thinking we were talking about weed because the endo part, but Oh, we wow. <laughs> Do you amputate so, using marijuana? Uh, no, it just sounds brutal. It's not weed. <laughs> right, yeah. And then uh, we also, our buddy Rafael that, you know, left the band. Uh, sure. 
he he actually created the name Cranial Engorgement. Oh, okay. Know? Awesome. Yeah, he made that name up, so we kind of ran with it, and uh, we just made our own, you know. So yeah, we dig it. And one I I really like a band name I want to see happen if if me and the doctor don't do it ourselves just for the hell of it, but. We told Gorgasm this too. They thought it was pretty funny. His uh, digested anus. <laughs> I want to see that somewhere. I think it'd be funny. It'd be like a, <clears throat> it sounds like like a parody band of like digested flesh. Yeah, or something like that. You know, just come up with stupid song names and just have fun with it. Try to make some brutal shit. And then we will uh, we'll get into you talk about uh, coming out with your first demo. And we'll talk about that one. There's some good shit on there. Checked it out. Really, really dig it. So, um, yeah, talk a little bit about recording that. Oh man, we uh, recorded that over there in Los Angeles, uh, Inglewood, California, uh, with the uh, what's his name, man? Uh, Chris from Apoplexy uh, and oh, wow. the Morgue Studio. <clears throat> yes, Morgue Studios. Prelude so to horror demo, that, of course. Yeah. We told we we not even like. Uh, we weren't even on time. We didn't even like do like metronome things, or I mean, we just kind of went in and just balls out, you know, just recorded the the whole. I guess we did the whole album actually, but then we went to something, and then Carl from Gorehouse he said, you know what, let's release the EP with a couple tracks since you guys are you know starting to do the, the actual uh, album for Horrific Existence, right. you know, and we're like, you know what, that sounds like a great idea, just to get people kind of I guess uh, pumped up and. And I, to me, I, I, the, the quality sounds like like shit. But I mean, it is raw. It is even. I mean, you know, people like that shit. So I was like, hey, you know, it sounds more of a grind sound, I guess. And I mean, even though we're not on a on a metro or anything, I, I guess it's cool, you know. But yeah, that was it was fun, you know. And so it was kind of a, a half fast thing, I, I would say. <laughs> um, I mean, we only paid like four hundred bucks, you know. So I guess it's not bad. No, yeah, not bad. Four hundred bucks, huh? So I, I think usually cool. songs producers usually. Even local stuff will charge like two fifty a song or something. So, I mean, you got you know a four song EP out of it. That's not bad for four hundred at all. So, what did you guys do, come yeah. up with the uh, artwork for uh, Prelude to Horror? Uh, what was your question? Oh, the the artwork for Prelude to Horror. Oh yeah, we had a guy. Uh, man, I keep forgetting these guys' names. Do you know the name? Uh, Blood Boy, I Blood. believe. Blood Blood uh, Blood, <laughs> Blood Boy. Boy. Okay. Yeah, he did that artwork, art piece. I just, you know, on Facebook, I was just kind of like scrolling around. And I saw it. And I was like, "Hey, that's cool." And I paid like, like you know, some cash for it. And sure. you know, we kind of just went. We're like, "Hey, that looks badass. That that kind of suits us." I was kind of going for like a six feet under kind of feel. That was that was yeah. just me, my personal thought, and it worked out just fine. It kind of didn't even sound like this. It just looked right, you know. Yeah, I can see that definitely. Hell yeah! So that, it was really fun. Well, that's cool. Did you now? Did you all do? Uh, when did you start doing shows with like uh, bigger death metal bands? Um, man, I know. Uh, I think our first show, uh, like our first show ever that we started playing was um, was uh, April of uh, 2014. It was the uh, <clears throat> it was at the uh, Smoke and Metal Fest. Uh, it was like I think it was ran by uh, Arrogant Behavior Productions. Uh, the bands that were playing was uh, well, like the headliners was like Necro Goblicon and Disgorge. But oh, cool, uh, nice. Later, later on, Disgorge they had to uh, they had to drop. So then, so then it was just uh, Necro Goblicon headlining. So that was a good show. Like playing that, it's it pretty was crazy. Just me and John as, as a two piece, <laughs> and people really enjoyed it. And and uh, but I think our first like big sh- like with a big headliner we've played was. Um, 
believe uh, back in 2015, in January, it was with uh, it was with uh, Incantation. Nice. Uh, Incantation played at the uh, airliner in Los Angeles, and we got on that show. And there's some footage from that. We have uh, that's when we had our one bass player Nathan. Um, he uh, uh, you can see footage on YouTube from that show. Like we're playing at the uh, second stage downstairs, and awesome, cool. And the whole place was like packed. Like you, you can like barely walk there. Like during our set, like like the the crowd was like going like towards the door because of how like kind of cramped like the area was. But it was a like, huge <coughs> crowd, and, and uh, awesome. And surprisingly, we we had a pit going on. The, like even though there was like such a small area, right? And what what was so funny about that that footage too is that when when you watch it. Uh, you can see Tyler, our, our bass player, now like watching us. Like, and it was funny because after that show, that's when we posted up on Facebook that we're looking for a new bass player, and he hit us up and told us that he saw us at the Incantation show. It's <laughs> so, like a Twilight yeah, that Zone. Was pretty funny. Because <laughs> he can like watch himself watch you guys before he's in yeah. the band. It's kind of crazy. Huh? <laughs> that's awesome. So. You know, I was watching, I can't remember what song it was, but you all were, it looked like you were opening for Defeated Sanity. Oh, yeah, uh, wait, which uh, video was that? I could not tell you that, I have no idea. I just noticed the backdrop when I was, I was pretty hammered when I was going through YouTube, <laughs> but. I think it was uh, something fairly recently, Oh, it's from uh no, I don't think was that it. Disposal of the World Tour is what uh, yeah, they were on. The one with the mm-hmm. backdrop, you were probably looking at the uh, the show in Belgium. Yeah, maybe. that's really uh, cool. Schweinfurt. Yeah, Schweinfurt. Oh, Schweinfurt. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that was the last show. Okay, awesome. Yeah, we, we did a pretty badass full on tour with the Sandy and Future Pile. That was that was really fun. Yeah, Future Pile is awesome. Yeah, we love both those bands. And Defeated came on here, uh, Lily and uh, Josh. They yeah, we really had him awesome. on last year. Oh, great guys, man. Oh, yeah. We had a blast with those guys. Like, no, those guys are really cool. Like, we, 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 we like, really miss them right now. <laughs> that, that, tour was just a, that tour was just a blast, and, like, getting to know each other. Because well, what's so funny is, uh, you know, I, I've been a fan of Defeated Sanity uh, since, like, high school, and... Right, and I remember um, I have like I have three tour shirts from them. One is when I first saw them. They played on the part one of the Deformity tour here in the U.S. They played uh, at, the, at this uh, bar in Carson, awesome. and then um, and then the ne- the next one uh, next tour shirt it was part two of the Deformity tour, and they have uh, like that, that's when we played we played with them on this sh- uh, on that show in uh, in Santa Ana at this place called Malone's. Like we we actually uh, got to play with them. And then now the next tour shirt I have is the Europe tour I did with them. So it's like... Badass. Yeah, that's cool. You got the trilogy going. It's kind of like I'm leveling up here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Getting your your scars and your badges. Well, now we'll talk about... Guys, I want to tell you my pick of... And I think I told you this uh, when we were chatting on Facebook. But your new album... Horrific Existence was my pick for February of uh, Album of the Month. Which is out now, came out February 10th, I believe, on Gorehouse, which uh, yeah, yeah. got a pretty lengthy roster as well. It's pretty pretty stacked. Uh, I think they had they used to have Volvectomy on there as their alumni and bands like that. So um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at some of their alumni, and I remember Volvectomy being one of them. Yeah, they're awesome. There's a, there's a few other ones I can't... 
think of to save my life right now. But uh, yeah, uh, you talk about getting on Gore House and then horrific existence. Yeah. So um, with uh, Gore House, uh, uh, we it was actually like something we talked to Carlos about. Uh, Carlos from Gore House. We we talked to him. For a while, like he, because we we were gonna get on with Gorehouse like a while back, right? But uh, we were kind we were kind of waiting a bit, you know, trying to, uh, you know, like get, get some music recorded uh, before we did anything, and and because um, he he would go to our shows and stuff, and he would check us out and everything, and um, I believe like right after we played with, uh, right after. Well, I think like right after or right before we played with Possessed at the Whiskey. Oh, awesome! Uh, we um, that that's when we like made it. Uh, oh, oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. We after the show we played with Origin. We played a we played a, one of the dates for the Devastation on the Nation tour. Uh, awesome! Right down the street from my house, it happened, and um, that was a <laughs> sick lineup too. That that tour. Oh yeah, uh, it's like Origin, Aeon, Ingested, Alter Beast. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of bands like Surreption and um after that like that's when we talked to Carlos and we just made it uh official you know and right. we've been working with them since since then and uh, yeah we released our um EP last year the beginning of last uh, like around I'm sorry like toward like the summer of last year we we released it at uh Las Vegas Death Fest awesome and um and uh right after that uh we just started working on um nothing but horrific existence stuff like we were we were in the studio like before las vegas death fest we were, we were in the studio working on that and um just uh where we were recording it at uh Noel sound studio in glendora california and then after that we went to trench studios with john haddad and i we made reservations with tam to do the whole mix and mastering part awesome and he yeah, worked so on really There's a lot of things we were kind of thinking about too during the studio, so we had to change some stuff around, and actually it was for the good. Right. And uh, it just came out really awesome. The bass tone, I mean, you can clearly hear it in the albums. There's a lot of albums you can't hear the bass, but for right. this one, you know, we're kind of going for that cannibal kind of feel, you know. Yeah, it but, makes uh, it very, you know, like a pivotal part of the music where it, you know, it, it makes it sound a lot meatier, and, you know, it's also adds a lot more character to the songs and it's more part of the song than just being you know the the bass itself it's actually brings out a lot more of the uh, style of your band it sounds really awesome absolutely and you know the songs that that we write you know that we were doing for herbic existence um a lot of them were were a, were a big challenge to personally me and noah uh we were writing songs that were just you know way off you know like uh i mean we're just trying to be more technical and more uh, and, and more like aggressive, and we're just we just we we actually like you know we're like hey these songs are like you know getting a little tough for us we got to really step up our game and it was even hard to record them dude you know we had to do right. so many takes but but anyways we we hammered them down and um, it was just awesome just a, just a great just a great time we had and that's basically about it for horrific you know right yeah it's, it sounds great and. Uh... I know John did a did a great job with that. Um, what was it like working with him? You know, he's done the last two Exhumed records sound really great. Uh, I, you know, John, man, he's he's like he's he's just real smooth, dude. Let me tell you. Uh, if anybody uh, ever wants to go to uh, you know Trent um, Studios, 
John had dad, you know, he'll really work with you. He'll really have a great time and, uh, you know, make things happen for you really fast and stuff. So sure. it's really awesome. That's and, great. Uh, you know, he, he actually, you know, and I mean, for the deals, you know, um, I mean, it's just really, it's really great. It's not like this, it's not this big, like, oh, you know, $10,000 for your record and stuff. I right. mean, dude, this guy, he's, he's really like badass and, uh, can work with you if anything so yeah it, it awesome. is a really like he's a really cool studio like it and um you can tell like this guy has like put, puts like everything he has into like recording music and, and not right. only that he uh he also like makes uh drums too like he he has uh huh. cherry his uh, brand uh, cherry hill uh drums and they, they sound really great wow that's, well, awesome. that's cool you guys want to talk about actually used for uh for the album actually so, yeah. oh, okay uh, the artwork's really sick for it too. We love the I love the artwork for the new album. And it's Par, man, it's awesome. Oh yeah, Par Lofferson, yeah, that guy that guy knows what to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean huge, we're both huge fans of his work. He's done a lot of good shit, you know, especially the pathology stuff he does is probably one of our favorites. Um and the the lyric video for you guys for um which is the the song you guys did with John Gallagher. Uh, I'm trying to remember the, the fucking name of it. Excuse me. Uh, Molded by Cruelty. That that video is just so fucking cool because it really makes the artwork, you know, 3D and you can see all of it and that's pretty awesome. So did, uh, who did the actual uh, lyric video? A lyric video, it was Scott Rudd. He did the lyric video. Uh, I just, I just told him, hey man, we need a lyric video and bam. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a friend of yours? Uh, well, I, you know, he does a lot of business with a, a, a lot of uh, major bands, so oh, I just okay. got in contact with him. Uh, Vivaldnia actually told me about Scott Rudd, so awesome. I just, I just, you know, shoot the thrill, and I and I just messaged him away and said, "Hey, man, you know, uh, we need a lyric video because we have a special guest on this specific track." So um, it just went down real smooth and nicely, and really surprised all of us. Awesome, yeah, that's cool. Now, did you guys play Las that uh, Las Vegas Death Fest last year? Yeah, yeah, we were we were there. We're we're actually uh, thinking about going this year because I'm such a huge Mortician fan that that's literally the selling point for me to go. But we were initially wanted to go because uh, I'm friends with Matty Way and we were going to go see uh, Pathology. Pathology. But since that shit the bed, so yeah, they ended up dropping and now they got Angel Corpse on the bill, which is still really awesome. You know, it's a Vader headlines, then Mortician, then. Uh, Angel Corpse the next night. So, uh, how was your experience overall at Vegas Death Fest last year? Uh, Las Vegas Death Fest is really cool. Like it was our, um, you know, first time in well, my first time in Vegas, and uh, awesome. I think Tyler's first time in Vegas, and um, it, was, it was just a it was just a blast. You know, we got our hotel. You know, we stayed all three days, and and you know, we we met like we met really cool people. Like we were we were talking with. Uh, that like that was like the first time we met uh, Sean from Future Pile. Like we're talking to him, awesome. and talking about the uh, the tour and everything that we were getting, that we just did with them. And um, yeah, we're hanging out with uh, with uh, Mike Majewski, you know, ex Devourment. Like he was there. Yeah. He was uh, he he does vocals for Kill Everything. And yeah, man, it was, it was just a blast, you know. And you know, people really dug our stuff. And and. Um, and yeah, like I thought, you know, Las Vegas Death Fest was a pretty cool experience. Like I know, I think Tyler and I are planning on going this year, 
you know, just, uh, you know, watch the bands and stuff and hang out. Awesome. We may see you there. I'm not really sure if we're going to go or not yet. We're kind of on the fence about it. I mean, I'd, for us to go all that way from Florida just to see morticians, kind of, I don't know, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I've never seen mortician before, so that's... I saw him a bunch cool. back in the day. I'm a older fan, but I, yeah, I saw, God, I'm trying to think of the first time I saw them. It would had to have been... The like like the cemetery, wouldn't it? Or uh, no, nah, well, I think that's the first time I saw him was either ninety seven or ninety eight. So okay, but but yeah, I that was the selling point for me. We were actually interviewing Matty Way on here, and he was like, "Yeah, Mortician's gonna be there." I was like, "Do what?" <laughs> and it's fun. Like you can listen if you listen to any other interview we did. Like we did when we just interviewed Immolation. All I wanted to talk to them about was. Uh, Ross mentioned that him and Will used to go see horror movies together. It's like, yeah, just talk about that like the whole time. <laughs> I love Mortician. They're like, I, I don't know, I just love them. But anyway, but somebody we've never had the pleasure because if I ever get Ross on here, then I can die. I'll be good. But <laughs> or Will. But anyway, but uh, yeah. So uh, that sounds like that was a good experience. I, I don't know. It's one of those that we would have to drive from Florida to there because we don't have the funds. I've got a friend that won't get on a plane, so. <laughs> It's a long fucking drive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been there a bunch. I used to fly out there, but, yeah. But so that sounds like that was a cool festival. You So what do you guys have plans for the rest of the year? You guys got some shows? Or are you doing some tours? Or Well, um, we got, I know. We, we got a, I mean, <laughs> we, got, we, got, we got big plans going on, but we're not going to announce anything, you know. But uh, let's just say everything's going to be, it's going to be awesome when it comes out. Cool, man. Cool. Well, that's good. Well, uh, we appreciate you no, guys coming on. Yeah, we're doing a lot. We're doing everything under the table, you know, and whatever. So it but, should uh, be just anyway, keep the hype yeah, train nothing, going. Nothing, nothing doubts right now, but soon it will. Cool, awesome. This is Noah. This is John from Cranial Engorgement, and you are listening to the Phantasm Podcast. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much. And uh, if you guys want to come back on sometime, let me know. And uh, I appreciate you doing this. And no, I've been the one talking to you the whole time. I appreciate you, man. This is very nice. I appreciate you guys coming on. and yeah, Your album was album shit, of the month man. for February, so we appreciate you doing this. And uh, when I get it up, I'll let you know. Uh, thank you so much, guys. Thank you for having us. You know, we really yeah, of appreciate it. I, it's kind of, you know, it's, what, it's like 10 o'clock over here, but, right. you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't mind getting up to do this. We know, really appreciate it, man. I was happy to have you on. Like I said, I really think you guys are cool and... Uh, the record's fucking killer. Yeah, you know we're looking forward to more uh, from you Thank guys, you. and hopefully seeing you guys around. You know, uh, catch you at a show maybe in Vegas. We'll, we'll stay in touch. Keep you guys. Yeah, if you guys are going to be out there, we'll grab a beer or something. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, yeah, like I said, you know, like Noah said, we just really appreciate the opportunity. You know, and uh, we're just going to let's all stay active. You know, and we'll, we'll perhaps see each other soon. You know, and uh, out, hopefully yeah. we play Florida. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, that would be cool. Let us know, all right? Oh, yeah, we will. We'll definitely let you know. All right, cool, man. man. You guys take care. We appreciate it. You too, guys. You too. Have a good day. Okay, cheers, take care. guys. All right, cheers. Dubbing soon from Phantasm.
on that lake, Shepard. It's closing time. Star will be closing in 15 minutes. But the night crew still has work to do. Because there's one last customer who isn't satisfied. No, this creep keeps calling you. He's driving us nuts. Leave me alone. He wants to slash their prices. Who's there? He wants to cut their inventory. You're crazy! He wants to chop until they all drop. I saw him kill Linda. And now he's turning their retail store. There's gonna be one more killing here tonight. Into a wholesale slaughterhouse. <laughs> From the producers of Evil Dead 2 and Pulp Fiction comes a new chapter in terror. Bruce Campbell, Ted Raimi, Renee Estevez, and Sam Raimi in Intruder, a new dimension in terror. I'm just crazy about this story. Every legend is based on fact. Every myth is grounded in truth. For 17 years, the town of Haddonfield, Illinois, has been haunted by a night when evil roamed the streets and a madman ruled the night. Everyone knows his name. Now, everyone will know the truth. I knew what he was, but I never knew why. of Michael Myers. See Jimmy Lane as Reno Miller, a man driven to the very edge. Stuart Gordon, the director of Fortress, The Pit and the Pendulum, and Reanimator, takes you into the dungeons of Castle Dorsino. Now an American family. Welcome to Castle Riley, lady. Will inherit a legacy of evil. They say the castle is And a master of modern horror. Will unleash his most terrifying creation. Stuart Gordon's 
Animators Jeffrey Combs and Barbara Crampton. In Stuart Gordon's Castle Freak. Watch that crate, that's very expensive. For centuries, he has remained hidden, watching, waiting. secret hopes. He sees your private dreams, and he can grant your every desire. Well, I'm not a <laughs> greedy man. How about a million dollars? I remember a certain potentate whose last party was talked about for centuries. Oh, God, how I'd love to host a party like that. I wish to be beautiful forever. Even if it kills you, as you wish. <laughs>